I do not buy dreams. I sell them. Welcome to the Flakeman Take Podcast. Fred Johnson here with me more often than not, but every day in life, my wife, Bridget. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me again. Well, thank you for coming back. Granted, we record from the confines of our room, so it's, you know, just... It's easy. <laughs> yeah, we happen to cross paths here quite often, <laughs> so it's dope to have you here. I appreciate it. Yeah. And we are in the midst. I can't even say we're coming on the heels of, because the week is still ongoing, but... A pretty eventful and busy week here in the Johnson household. Um, I don't even know where to begin. This was one of those times, you know, when people, and I don't want to, you know, come on the podcast and talk about, oh, just how nuts our life is. But it actually gives me something to talk about now. Because before that, my life really consisted of my continued online franchise of Madden. And now it's gotten exponentially (laughs) busier. Um, First and foremost, I mean, our son started dance class. He did. This is the second week, I guess. But, yeah, he started dance class. I mean, we had a car breakdown on us this week. You know, you had trainings and showings and meetings with clients all week. and Boring I had, stuff. I know. But, I mean, that's but you said we were <laughs> busy. True. Very we true. We were busy. We were both working full time and doing all kids stuff, too. Very true. Now, you seem to be surprised that I was so cool and comfortable with Sean doing dance. Why is that? Um, not necessarily surprised. I, uh, Sean's always been interested in dance. I Mm -hmm. mean, since he could stand up, he would boogie, you know, he'd sit there on it, he'd stand up. He couldn't really walk, but he would stand and hold onto the table and bounce to the beat of the music. Right. So I think we always kind of knew that would be in his future somewhere. We Mm -hmm. just didn't know when or if or, you know, but anyway, so Sean has continued to show an interest in it. He's most recently started watching kids bop dance videos on youtube that are like tutorials and they teach you all the moves somehow you found those which i thought was pretty cool for him yeah i don't know how (laughs) (laughs) i think he goes down the rabbit holes and i just happen to come across something well it started with the music right right because he just needed something to listen to and apparently my music was a little too aggressive. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he started going over to friend's house, and he goes, Alexa, play Kanye. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I have to start apologizing to parents because Alexa plays whatever you ask her to play. So maybe not the best choice for four-year-olds. New Kanye is pretty much safe. <laughs> but as far as, yes, the previous, the classic uh, Kanye, yes, will be a little different. But but anyways, I mean, he he's learned, he's picked up these dance moves from these videos. Right. And he started performing them for people. Everybody, in fact. Most recently, at a wedding. (laughs) Actually, more than just a wedding. I mean, I feel like every time somebody comes over the house, it's... A performance. Of some sort. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously, Sean is more artist than athlete. But you know what? As I think about it... Well, he's four. Exactly. And I was getting to that point. Because at his age, I remember... The Jacksons, The American Dream, a made-for-TV movie came on CBS, right? Okay. And I was, like, five years old. Right. And it was a two-part series. I believe each one was, like, three hours in time. But in any event, I remember on the heels of that, all I wanted to do was be a member of the Jackson 5. Well, there you go. That's I wanted to be the it. sixth member. Like, something about music, something about dance, even to this day, you know, when I get my moments of quiet, I put on my headphones and go out to the garage and yes i do think i'm drake and yeah you but know, you don't dance 
No, that's not true. Um, I do more sitting down dancing because I'm washed and I can't keep up with whatever move is now of the day or of the moment. But, um, but in any event, you know, I love that he's in dance and I even went to his dance uh, practice the other night and, you know, as I'm watching him, it's funny, like, you know, you would think dance, I would be more relaxed. You don't see much more, you know, much of my competitive side, but I was, (laughs) Like, I had to stop myself from wanting to coach him and dance. Yeah. And wanting him to slow down and, and stay on rhythm and get the steps. Because pay attention. Pay attention. Like, I'm I'm still, like, you know, trying to refrain from calling out his name and, you know, making sure he focuses and kind of give him that stern look. Okay, but, you're not going to be able to keep going to dance. <laughs> but, no, it's fine. I did refrain. But in any event, you know, I, I loved, you know, the fact that he's found this thing that, he loves exactly he loves it exactly. he goes to school and he's been telling his teachers that he's going to dance class and they asked him what song he's practicing so he will tell them what song and they will turn it on in the classroom and he performs for his classmates and starts teaching them the moves right like i had one of the moms text me the other night and she said ella ella came home and said that how cool it was that Sean was taking dance class now and he was teaching her all kinds of cool moves. So now when she goes to dance class, she's going to come in and teach Sean all the moves that she learns. Yeah. So Sean's like putting on his own Darren dance groove tutorials for, you know, his classmates. Something, man. You know, but besides Sean and dance, I mean, goodness gracious, I mean, uh, what headshots for the kids is now there. Yeah. I forgot we did that this week. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) And granted, you know, there's there's much more to discuss than just our family. But, I mean, just trying to give the rundown now, it just well, life does tend to just get away from us at times. And it's like yeah. we're just on Running. whatever's next on the agenda. That's the next thing we're tackling. And, you know, as far as you and I, these are the only times it feels like we can actually sit down and kind of check in with one another because temporarily both of our kids are asleep but neither one of us are working for a few minutes which is nice rare and rare yeah yeah and we also picked up a new show that we actually just watched episode one of but we need to finish up the final two right um the aaron hernandez docuseries here on on netflix the first one was really good i didn't know i guess i knew about the story, but not really. What were some of your takeaways? Which is good to know because last week we talked about Bachelor from my perspective, but I would love to see um, you know, what your thoughts were and the quick takeaways from episode one. I thought it was interesting. Um, I mean, I knew he was a football player, so they covered a lot of that. I thought it was interesting, the story of uh, the storyline with his father. I was surprised that even after hearing that his father was abusive, he looks at his mom and says that his mom is the one that ruined his life, not his dad, who was like an abusive father figure, which I was kind of just surprised. Like, that was kind of surprising to me. Um, Right, because he even would go so far as to say his dad was a good man. Yeah. He just was flawed, right, when he's having that prison interview, which, which to give a little background for those who aren't familiar, Aaron Hernandez, uh, former New England Patriots tight end, played in the second New York Giants Super Bowl that they would go on to lose, but he had a touchdown in that game. For my money, I thought he was better than Rob Gronkowski, who he was drafted in the same year with. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's just signed a multi-year extension, lucrative extension, when he would be arrested and later convicted of first-degree murder of his fiance's sister's boyfriend. And that was boyfriend. the other weird part. Like, 
I thought it was very interesting that the sisters, you know, one is his fiance, obviously, and the other one is the girlfriend of the guy who's now dead. And they're sitting on different sides of the courtroom the whole time and, like, very much divided those sisters, which I thought, like, that was unfortunate and, like, very strange. Especially when you see the security cam footage Mm -hmm. from inside the Hernandez home when she's actually comforting her sister. Right. Right after she had heard the news that Olden Lloyd, who was the sister's boyfriend, um, had been murdered. And, you know, to continue on with the story, for those who aren't familiar, once convicted, Aaron Hernandez would go through the appeal process and was actually in the midst of the appeal process uh, when he would go on to commit suicide while incarcerated. Um, These people haven't watched the whole thing. Now you gave it away. This isn't spoilers. This happened like seven years ago. Okay, well, I just didn't know. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Sorry, it's a I late. guess if you don't know Aaron Hernandez passed away, then don't watch the trailer because that might give it away for oh, you as well. Oh, does the trailer give it away? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't watch the trailer. He just said, hey, babe, let's watch this. Got you. Okay. Got you. So, you know, obviously, as they go through episode one, and again, we're just going to free flow talk. I mean, I, I think I gave a spoiler for Bachelor last week mm-hmm. when I revealed somebody who might be in the final four or not but um, see you're terrible at this this isn't a spoiler (laughs) but in any event when they are speaking to his former i guess high school best friend quarterback of the team they grew up together Mm -hmm. um and it basically is revealed that they were lovers in high school i was sitting here with my mouth wide open because that is not where i thought the storyline was going frankly i just i was also kind of like what does that matter I mean, I guess it does. I mean, I don't know. Does it? I I guess we'll find out in two and three. But I just was kind of, it felt so random to add to the story. Do you think it's a big deal in professional sports now if a superstar were to come out as homosexual? Uh, Big deal in this sense. I think the connotation. Do I think it's a big deal? No. Do I think the world thinks it's a big deal? Uh, Maybe. You think so? Like, for 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 example, a the lot majority of majority t- of the world, maybe. I don't think so. I, I don't think know. it's a big deal. I don't because the connotation would always be that's career suicide, right? If you were to come out of the closet as a homosexual male, you're this popular athlete. The belief was always that would just be the end of your popularity, end of your career, and I just don't see how that's the case. I mean, there's homosexual I mean, just male- because just be- yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And just mm-hmm. because you think that, though, doesn't mean the majority, like, half of the population that watches sports agrees with your statement. Now, football is a different beast. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky beast because it's very much so old boys club. But I also look at Aaron Hernandez and just say his talent was undeniable. I mean, yeah. he was just that talented that I don't see how if he were to have come out of the closet, which I think a lot of his aggression and a lot of his internal strife that led to this double life he appeared to be leading, I think a lot of it stemmed from... Maybe. A lot of the no. suppression that he had in regards to his sexuality. But I I don't know. Maybe in the NBA, I could see it being much more widely embraced only because they have the WNBA, which is a a subsidiary of the NBA, and a lot of their players are homosexual. In fact, Brittany Griner and a lot of their superstars, Sue Bird. But don't you also uh, feel like it's... It's more accepted sometimes in the fem- with females than it is with males. I think accepted and at times even expected. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just like, 
But I don't, I don't see... know. It depends on the different. It depends on different cultures of people and what they they grew up around too. I just I could see some people. I mean, I think about like a lot of your friends that you grew up with and that mm-hmm. are huge basketball fans. If somebody came out a huge basketball star and came out as a homosexual, how they would respond? And I'm not sure they would all respond the way that you do. I don't know because I'm I'm sitting here watching this documentary and you even said it and you know Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez was a handsome man. God, he was beautiful. And I look at this like if this guy came out of the closet, no pun intended, he would be killing it right now, marketing wise. <laughs> handsome man, extremely talented on the football field, but, but, extremely gifted. I mean, it sounds like he was more bisexual. I mean, he's got a kid with a woman. Even well, remember the whole beard conversation that his former teammate would go through, and you know, I don't know. He seemed to be pretty happy in jail. I don't think he appeared to miss her at all. He missed their daughter, you could tell, but it Ooh, didn't seem like he. You know, necessarily missed the fiance too much. Um, I don't know about that. I mean, who's now currently pregnant by another former teammate of his? But that's a story for later, which that might be a spoiler for those who wow. don't know. So I know I'm dropping bombs. I might be bad for being the <laughs> yeah, <people laughs> the person don't. who recap shows. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> not allowed. Hey man, I try to stay current. I try to stay abreast of everything. But in any event, I just don't think who's she who's who's she pregnant. I don't with? know. We'll let the people find out because I, I really don't know. Oh. I don't know. Is she just like a jersey chaser now? I, mean, I don't know. I've never heard that term before. Isn't that, what, isn't that what they call it? Like when you only sleep with athletes? A jersey chaser? I don't Is know. That what it's called? I've never called anybody a jersey chaser. I have, have other names. That. I think but, that that's a thing. Okay, well, let's not do it right now since okay. we're trying to do a I podcast. I'm talking while I Google. Oh, okay. All right. Well, great. I have um, many talents. Awesome. Good for you. Um,. <laughs> But in any event, you know, I just don't see how that's still, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm not trying to belittle the point of somebody being homosexual by any means, because I know that somebody feeling the need to suppress that is absolutely, you know, horrible for them. Like, I I can only imagine what, I mean, internal turmoil, I mean, his story alone was tragic, but that being an additional component of it. You know, I just don't see how that still today would be this thing that would, you know, wasn't that long ago, hinder somebody's ability to make a living. I just don't to hinder their. No, I don't think that. But I just also think that it's not. I think people still see athletes as like these big, strong, tough men, and they don't necessarily think of a somebody who's homosexual as those things i don't know because i look at the nba and i see the way a lot of those guys dress and it doesn't scream masculinity it just doesn't if you watch russell westbrook you watch james harden and you see what these guys are wearing to the arenas you know it's fashion forward i don't care what they do in the locker rooms i don't know what they do in the locker rooms i don't know that's all when they get home and that's their own private business it is. I just, you know. I, I just think there's probably still people that struggle with the, the thought of coming out, even in today, even in 2020. That's true. And you know what? We are talking about the NFL, which time and time again has <laughs> illustrated or I would say exhibited their um, inability to step into the 21st century on a lot of matters. So I don't, I, I guess we could, you know, 
I don't know. Um, did, what did you find from your Googles? I, my phone's dead. Oh, shocker. <laughs> Typical. Oh, my God. Your phone, as well as you in the gas tank. Uh, no, I filled up your gas. I filled up your gas when I drove your car the other day. No, that is dope. But the fact that you perpetually <laughs> ride your car all the way down to E. Oh, my I th- do. Well, like, what if an emergency happens? What emergency? And I never get the fact that you say, sorry, guys, you, we are, hey, this is us. Um, what emergency? I'm just like, when you say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to fill it up. It's like, yo, it didn't just come on E in a day. Like, <laughs> you watched it. On. <laughs> you watched it go from full. It's like a challenge to sometimes. Empty. To do what? Like, I can get back and forth to work um, twice. Uh, I don't know if I've ever gone twice. One and a half times. On E. With my light on. With the gas light on. Yeah, like, I can get to work and home and to work the next morning with the light on. Do I have to come pick you up if you ever run <laughs> out of gas? I've never, knock on wood, I have never run out of gas. I've been driving for more than 15 years. Do you keep a gas, bare gas can in your car? No. Of course not. Why would I do that? Of course. Why? My yeah, why? My car would seem like gas. No, okay. All right. Great. <laughs> do you? Do you keep a gas can in your car? No. People don't do that. I think the listeners could people. feel the anxiety rising within me. <laughs> I've helped people who have run out of gas. Remember there was that man on... Wade Avenue, and I went to lunch with Aaron and Caroline. Didn't I ever tell you this? And he was in this like. <laughs> Do old, I remember the time you helped the strange man like roadside? This, no, I don't remember like this. He was like in this old Bronco, and it was pouring rain. <laughs> An old Bronco. He was, and I thought well, like maybe his transmission went out. It was like a really old car, mm-hmm. and he couldn't get up the hill because it's mm-hmm. like a really hilly road. And yeah. so everybody was going around him. So when we went around him, we rolled down the window, and I said, "Do you need help?" And he's like, "I think I just ran out of gas." And we said, "Okay, we'll go get you some. We'll be right back." So we drove around the corner, went over to the gas station. It was like a mile away. And Caroline and Aaron and I got a gas can and filled it up and brought it back to the side man on the side of the street. He was like, can I Venmo you gas money? I was like, no, please, just take the gas. We were just trying to do something to be nice. That was very sweet of you. I would have stopped if I was by myself. Okay, that's all I need to know. No, I wasn't by myself. There were three of us. Dope. Yeah, I wouldn't stop if I was by myself. And I would say, you know what? If if you I'm not had totally to go, naive. If you had to go down a dark alley, those are two good, two good gal pals to go down that dark alley. <laughs> you with. think they would both kick ass? <laughs> At least Caroline. You really? At least Caroline, for sure, Caroline. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the listeners don't know her, so no, they're gonna definitely like, take my word for it. But she's like small. She's like kind of wiry. Well, that's it. Wiry. What does that even mean? I don't know, but it's always something that people would say. She's and probably like 110 pounds dripping wet. I guess. I don't know. She's you want to start a fight? Should we start a fight club? With Caroline? <laughs> I mean, but you're going to need more than her, but, you know, we can we can put her on the prospect I don't know. If, I don't know if her boyfriend, Preston, would really think that she was a fighter, but... Gotcha. Well, you know what? I'm glad we're on this topic right now. Uh, I mean, we've we've kind of run the gambit of social issues and tying it into sports events. I actually had to write a letter to my alma mater, my old high school this week. You will tell people when you disagree with them. But I did it in a very respectful way. So my good friend, uh, Kelly Collette, entertainer, comedian, just all around. She's been on the podcast before. She has. Just awesome individual who actually is going to be headlining a show in Asheville, North Carolina, Friday, January 24th. Uh, Lazoom Comedy. It's 76 Biltmore Avenue in Asheville, North Carolina. Get your tickets at Eventbrite. 
They're ten dollars per ticket. Free plug, Kelly. I love you, my good friend. Maybe you remember the address. Hey, man. What can I say? So, in <laughs> any event, Kelly received a message via email inquiring about her potentially hosting an event at our alma mater, Roger Bacon. Roger Bacon High School is a Catholic high school in Cincinnati, Ohio. And when she was thrilled to receive this email and responded with an emphatic yes, she would be happy to host this sports tag event. The response from the school was, we're sorry, this event is a male only event and can only be hosted by males since there are only males in attendance. And this is just the tradition of the event. We're sorry, but thank you. So weird because she gets this email asking her and then come to find out apparently the person in charge of going about getting an MC basically blasts it out on so this basically yes it gets blasted out I don't know what program it is but it basically blindly sends it to a number of people who fit the criteria of what they're looking for clearly sex wasn't in the criteria because people of both genders received it or all genders because i don't want to run afoul of anybody um so of course as an alum i know the stag event i think she was aware that the stag event was all male well, um, it used to be all male because roger bacon used to be used to be an all men an all boys school it's no longer correct the history of the school it originally this event started as men and boys only well no 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 the event has always been all male well i know but the school is co-ed as of the mid to late 80s but what i'm saying is this event was in existence when the school was all boys school yes so the event was obviously all men because it was an all boys school right well when they made the change to a co-ed school what do you know what year that was yeah, sometime in the 80s. So in the 80s, it became a co-ed school. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so now we're 30-something years later. Right, but the event still has always been all-male. Again, That's not advocating, problem. but again, just trying to give some background. Yeah. So this turns into a thing. And, you know, I can see, first of all, I think it starts with the folly of them making the mistake of just blindly blasting out a request to find an MC. Um, number one. And then number two, once it gets into the hands of social media, it becomes a topic of discussion. And it basically pits old alumni, boomer alumni, generation X alumni against. Is that right, Generation X? Boomers and then Generation X. Am I sure that's right? It's my podcast. Sure, it's right. (laughs) There you go. Uh, It don't and don't whisper. Just talk right into the mic. Okay, I just was like, I don't know. That's what they're called, but okay. But anyway, it it basically pits this old guard of alumni versus the millennial alumni, or I don't even know. We're technically millennials, I think, if you're born uh, in '83 and beyond. Yeah. Um. And basically, obviously, as you can tell, it becomes this big discussion of, you know, all right, why can't women attend? Women are alumni as well. Women are athletes, of course. Kelly's a former athlete of track and field, softball, soccer. I mean, she did her thing on the field. So in all intents and purposes, a sports tag event, she's a former athlete. Why can't she attend, let alone MC? 
In any event, the attacks become very personal and very nasty. So much so that a retired police chief decides to come out of his mouth and say some also, you know, disparaging things towards my friend. Um, so with that said, as I'm seeing these things, I message Kelly and ask how I may be able to help. And she says, well, you can send an email um, to the school and just kind of, you know, voice your opinion. So I do so. Um, and you get a me- response? I have not gotten a response. But the biggest thing when I was, you know writing this email number one i realized i felt really old writing this um um, i felt really old writing this but number two you know it's one of those things where you know i'm looking at it from the perspective of i know how i feel like we just had this conversation about the nfl Mm -hmm. you know and you know there really is this need for a changing of the guard Because I don't see how, and I do respect tradition, I respect history, but I don't know how we can still have these lines drawn in the sand about who can attend this, who can attend that, but yet you take our tuition dollars. No, but they, the thing is, like, okay, yeah, maybe it was tradition, and maybe it was, it was because this is how the school ran, but things have changed, Bottom line is, when you change the school to be a co-ed school and you offer co-ed sports, a recognition event for athletes can no, no longer be... Not co-ed it? sports. No, I mean, but you have female sports. Got you. You've got female athletes. You have male athletes. Mm-hmm. You don't have... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't just have male athletes anymore. So you can't just have one recognition ceremony that's just going to be for the men do they have one for the women and that's i'm glad you brought that up and so the topic of conversation became okay well if we're still going to have it separated by sex then i feel that whatever we do for our women athletes or women alumni it needs to be of equal platform equal standing equal celebration equal magnitude and attention and it just isn't I believe that it was mentioned there's a brunch that is done annually um, for women alumni, but it's not given the same gravitas as the sports stag. Like the sports stag event is an early dismissal day. You can't walk through the old auditorium because it's full of kegs. They have guest speakers, celebrity guest speakers. I mean, by no means is this an equal, you know, a separate but equal situation because it absolutely is not. And so it really got me in this situation where I'm I'm really wondering, you know, is separate but equal the way to go with this? No. Or is it, should we finally say, let's co-mingle these, you know, let's Absolutely. allow for this to be open to both. Should have started 30 years ago. I don't know why it's taken this long to get there. You know, I'm disappointed I haven't heard back from all my modern regards to this. Um, but you know what? Part of part of the reason maybe that it hasn't started sooner is if you think about it, okay, so the school changed to be co-ed 30 years ago. Right. Okay. Well, so your generation of graduates... Mm-hmm. Is really the one of the first. Gen- no, I mean there's there's a few before you, but I mean there aren't that many alumni, I guess. Who are of this new wave of thought? Yeah, yeah. I guess so, but for me, and I, I also looked at it from a practical standpoint. I've never been to an all guys party, and it was fun. Well, like it, like it just wasn't. Where the ladies at? So that's my thing. It's like really, y'all, y'all just want to kick it with a bunch of old crusty guys, but. 
you know, in any event, I'll be interested to see how this all unfolds. And, you mean and you just want to hang with all the honeys? Is that what you're saying? Me? No. Whoa. No, I'm not saying that at all, actually. Um, I'm just saying, man. Oh, you just going to get yourself in trouble. No, I'm just saying let Kelly Collette host because it'll be dope, man. And she's awesome. Um, but switching gears. Do you want to host anymore now with all this? I mean, I kind of, I don't know that I would. I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't know what Kelly wants to do regarding hosting, but I also feel. I mean, they, they haven't even asked her. They've kind of taken it away. Right? No, yeah, of course they took it away. And, so. and, you know, it's, I don't know. It's a cluster bang from way back. Anyway. anyway <laughs> this has been fun. <laughs> this has been fun. Um, before we get out of here, is there anything with the people, any events? I gave a plug to Kelly, but we also have a friend who's going to be making her stand-up comedy debut oh, next month. my gosh. Teresa. Our friend Teresa Porter, who is a... And your friend, everybody. Yeah, our friend and yours. Uh, she's also the owner of my friend Teresa Studios. She's a photographer, a local photographer that owns a Oh yeah, photography studio downtown Carrie. And the guest from In Focus with Teresa Porter just a mere two episodes ago. Yeah, she was just on your podcast too. So she is uh, taking stand-up comedy classes, and so she is, I guess, having her debut. Is that what you call it? Yeah. On March, what was the date? No, February twenty-second. 26. Are you sure? We're horrible friends. It's on the calendar, but my phone's dead, <laughs> so I can't tell you what it is right now. But I will let you know on the next one when it is. More uh, details. More details to come. Or but. if you go to her Facebook or Instagram, I'm sure she'll have it on there, too. So go and follow her. She's awesome. She was just featured on uh, Mix 101.5, the radio station this morning, talking about body positivity, which was pretty awesome. So um, she's got some great things to say. Uh in addition to her photography. So go check her out. We have friends who do some incredible things. We do. We really do. We really do. I mean, now will this inspire you to get on the stage and do some comedy now? Because that's kind of like your no. buddy right now. Hell no. Okay. I'm not funny. <laughs> I think I'm funny. I laugh at myself. But you that's do. About it. <laughs> and that doesn't go over well when you laugh at your jokes more than anybody else. Uh, but Somebody's got to laugh at them. That's true. In any event, guys, we thank you for tuning in. You know, continue to like rate subscribe and comment on soundcloud and itunes and i hope you guys have a phenomenal rest of your week bridget's already fallen asleep (laughs) (laughs) i'm not but guys thank you again for tuning in the support we appreciate you guys take care and be good to one another peace bye